sure you that we're open shoe Polish on our sides cause our locks are always broken You need that view with you, you know we got you dude Showing gratitude and always smiling, never rude Top 5 movie reviews and what's new We bring in all the big guns when we coming through Welcome to the stage Come on, enjoy the game Hurry up, don't come and last You know we love it, the same Good evening, Mike. Good evening. Wow. Welcome to uh, our new uh, timetable for doing live from the secret stash. Yeah, let's check this out. I, I can dig it. I'm one of uh, three hosts, one virtually today, but I'm Christian Cordes, joined always by Michael Zapsik, and uh, joining us virtually, the beautiful, talented, and lovely Julia Zapsik. There we go. I got. I did that the other day in a picture, and somebody yes. from England told me that I was being. I I triggered him. What? Really? Was, yeah, he's like, "Oh my god, I'm that's offensive." Is it doing one of these? That's I a peace sign is offensive. I guess if you're only if you're not doing it that way. If you're doing it that way, I think in England Ooh. it means go uh, f yourself. Oh, uh, okay. I think I don't know because I'm you know American. Yeah. So. Well. I'm going to apologize in advance. The reason why I'm remote today is because I'm on a second round of antibiotics for a really nasty sinus infection that just doesn't want to seem to leave me. So I'm going to be on and off camera. If I go into a coughing fit, I'm going to be like, bye. Um, and then I'll come back on camera. And I just couldn't do it. I couldn't drag myself out hey, tonight. So, but it's uh, all good. And, yeah. and I want to tell Steve, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, he said, oh, brother. And if that's in regard to what somebody wrote on that, uh, a comment on that picture, you bet. Oh, brother. It's like you can't do anything without offending somebody. <laughs> so Very true. Okay. But we hope holy shit. I, I try to offend as many people as possible. Ain't that the truth? I know. It's, it's Mel Brooks tactic. <laughs> if you offend everyone, you offend no one. I mean, yeah, it's it is. It is everybody's sick. In fact, my sister was texting me. She had to be taken to the emergency room. She's down in South Jersey. She got a stomach virus and passed out because of dehydration. I mean, this has been like some kind of a weird, bizarre. Every bug that's out there is like a mutant bug. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's rough going. But hmm. anyway, you guys well, sound great. You look good too. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I actually took care of my hair this time. Looks nice. <laughs> it, your hair does look good, and congratulations on the broken glasses again. Oh, so God damn it. <laughs> there's a certain amount of consistency in your life, Christian, which I I I applaud you for. To yeah. be honest with you, it's a look everybody wanted it back. Okay, there we go. Yeah, sure. But so did you, man. You got the beard back. I did, and uh, I know, right? Beard. So I, so I think we're back to the consistency of the beginning of this show. You got your beard back. I got my broken glasses back. Did, wait a minute. I think I shaved before then, didn't I? No, you I, had it in the beginning. Did I really? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think you've had no. a beard for over a year. But by the way, yeah. thank you to Chrissy and Chris McDonald. Sorry <clears throat> for uh, my background today. Um, I know it's not Christmas anymore. Um, I'm not that out of so it. Good. Yeah, but I just love it so much that yeah. No, I'm with you on that. I I adore that that mm -hmm. art piece. It's so good. It is fantastic. Now I, does now now does Muppet Zap have the beard? I can't see because I can't get out. No, of he, doesn't, no he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Oh, we gotta do a version of Muppet Zap with the beard. 
You know what? Actually, it's really funny because I've always worried about like, you know, doing that. And I plucked. I, have you ever done that? Pluck like pluck eyebrow? one and then it starts to come in. Yeah. But then you stop it. And because I, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have a unibrow because <laughs> um, my family typically. um, uh, Slavic. So, mm-hmm. you know, very hairy. And uh, I'm I'm not typically like gorilla-ish in the hair. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I trim this up and I'm, I make sure it looks clean, mm-hmm. but I don't have an overwhelming abundance of like neck hair or back hair or chest hair. You're not Bigfoot. No, you don't I have am, Bigfoot in your lineage. I am, I am not. I am neither Wolverine nor Bigfoot nor Ron Jeremy, uh, which we're also going to bring up in a couple of minutes. Oh, um, I was going to say, that's an interesting uh, cohort. Segue, right yes. But no, it's just one of those things. And, and they gave me a unibrow. And I'm like, hey, you know what? If I could look like a Muppet with unibrow, I would be okay with that. I mean, it, listen, I don't. If someone were to come in here after making those characters mm-hmm. and they had that as be a part of it, I wouldn't be offended. Like, I would just be so ecstatic to have a Muppet version of myself that I wouldn't think twice about. Oh, it. hell yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> if, if anyone out there who's like a Muppet maker, if you want to make the Muppet uh, versions Kristen, of us. Julian and I'll Michael. Make, I'll make I'm, a whole. I swear to you, if anyone actually does this, I'll make a whole live from the Secret Stash Muppet Show style intro. We'll do it. Oh my I, god, I'll we do will. it in a. So can, I, I'll do it. I'll. I'll. I'm. I'll teach you how to do it. I'll make. It'll be all professional. Uh, <gasps> Look at the puppy. Daddy, daddy, uh, Doc. Doc. Oh, Doc. Um, Doc that, that's the same. That's Doc who wouldn't let me sleep. Yes, that's that's Doc who jumps on my balls every morning. Every morning, jumps right, right in my crotch. Good thing we're done with our kid having. You know, I don't need any of that stuff anymore. You know what they say, honey? Once, once you get the seeds out of the package, you throw the package away. So, (laughs) oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) Don't, don't do that to me. Hey, well, (laughs) you You took your camera out. I know you should go. You should, you should have like. Uh, experiencing technical difficulties with like the drunk technician. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Not Mike's that looking like the I'll be sure Muppet. <laughs> You're back I'll right. do it. Thank you. Oh my God. Oh, it's my boys from us comics. I love you guys. <laughs> oh, Chris and Mike did an absolutely amazing for the 12 hours of Christmas on, on what app? What not? Oh, that wasn't. Uh, yeah. Well, I know Michael, Michael was over there. I was sick with my first round of sinus infection. So I was quarantined over at the office. No one wanted to see or hear me. Uh, but Michael was, um, was great at facilitating and it was fun as hell. Anybody who didn't get to see Kevin and Jay host, um, the whatnot auction, you missed a great time. You did. They were having a blast and it was a blast to watch them. But, and I, I, truly appreciate the whatnot app uh i love the platform i really do but i'm i'm gonna say it's it's very stressful because i need um oh my god elaine you can't say something like that and not deliver dude that would be amazing christian you got to see what elaine just wrote i bet i could make muppets of you guys it would take some time to fabricate don't threaten me with a good time ellie oh (laughs) oh my god ellie i love ellie um Ellie, who has, um, uh, that's her art of us. That's in the fan art section of the uh, Secret Stash. 
Chrissy Wiseman is serious too. We got we can just get a whole troop made. Oh my god, you kidding? I would love to have doubles. <laughs> See now, he, no, but here's the thing: we get regular Muppet versions of ourselves, but then we get a couple of people to commission one of Sweden styled cousin Johnny. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, that was. <laughs> Imagine ro- walking in here with a fucking oh, giant, giant yeah, cousin sh- Johnny puppet. Is <laughs> Johnny? How awesome would that be? Who could do the Swedish? Uh, who who could do the chef? Who, who would be the Swedish chef in this? Yes. Troop? Who could be the Swedish chef? Come on, Michael. Do your do. Your- oh my God! You know, no, oh. I would not be the Swedish chef. Why don't we give it to Matt? No, 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 no. Johnny would be the Swedish chef. That's what I'm saying. No. See, if if we're doing our own versions of Muppet characters, I could totally see O'Donnell being like the kind of the Swedish chef. Because, well, listen, one, he works with his hands. Two, instead of the Swedish accent, you just have the straight Jersey accent. <laughs> job and Jervin, job and Jervin. Yeah, you can do that, sure. Um, I can see him be, being like the, um, how about the, the Irish carpenter? Oh, my God. That'd be great, wouldn't it? With the hat and oh, the um, Chrissy has a life size Jack Skellington doll. Oh my gosh! Uh, I love Jack Skellington. That's dope. I, um, yeah, I honest to God, you you had one. You think? Uh, yes, I actually one? did. You're right. Wait a minute, Ernie O'Donnell is Scooter all day. Hmm. I don't. I don't know if no. I see that. No, no I, don't I, don't, I don't. I don't see Scooter. No. If if anyone's a Scooter. To be completely honest, it is probably me, <laughs> and, and and that's and that's just the truth. I'm always helping you guys whenever I can. Yeah, I can say you know what you are. You're actually a very good scooter. I mean, I can see Chris Covert being uh, and Chris is on sort of the yeah. Who's our Gonzo? Uh, Gonzo would be oh my god, who would be Gonzo? Just like a, a chicken fucker. Um, is that what Gonzo is? Um, I'm sorry. Just, Christian, just getting straight to the point. Is it, Gonzo's the chicken fucker. When, All right, there we when go. Have I ever, <laughs> when have you ever known me not to speak right from the hip? Um, Gon, oh my God, Gonzo. Who would who would fuck a chicken? Uh, Jason Mewes? No, I would never. <laughs> you can't do that to poor Jay. Um, I don't know. We'll Matt, has, Matt has dibs on Fozzie Bear. Um, <laughs> yes, Matt. That you'd be a great uh, Fozzie Bear. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Waka waka waka. I yeah. I don't. Uh, Matt is Fozzie jo- only because you wanted to be Fozzie there, Matt. Okay, who's animal? And it's Jay. Jay be animal. Jay oh, would yeah. be animal. Yeah, that's fair. Ah, yeah. Of course. Oh my god. I want to make this version of the Muppet Show so badly. You guys better not be shitting me with this. Like you could build a puppet thing. Cause I'll reach out and we'll make a freaking view askew Muppet show. And it'll be fantastic. So oh. is Kevin Kermit the frog? Uh, uh, no, mm-mm. no, no. Kevin would be. Hmm. Come well, on, guys, help us out. No, no, no. Uh, let's. You know what? Let's let's table this He's for. Frank a second. Oz. He's let's Frank table Oz. this because no, we're going off on tangents, and and that's not what where mm-hmm. I really wanted to go. Kevin is Rolf. I don't see that. I don't see say. that either. So stop. All we right. we got to table here. this conversation. Holy crap. Because this is actually. it's. It would take us. This is a fucking Muppet hole. We're falling down the Muppet hole is what we're doing. Listen, I would love I would love to do this anytime, <laughs> but we have anytime a show we're to not do. not on the air. 
I'm, it's time to face the music. It's time to light the lights. All right, so we're done with Muppet Talk. We're never Muppet truly talk. done with Muppet You're Talk. You're never truly done with Muppet Talk, but um, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about some stuff. Let's talk about some stuff. How you um, been, boss? I've been good. Did you have a, a very happy new year? I did. It was really fun. I went to, uh, well, went to, I was working the, uh, the, the Kevin, Kevin event. Yeah. event. It was so fun to ring in the new year with a whole bunch of good people. Saw some great people. Freaking, it was it was a good time. Awesome. I hope that they continue to do that. That's a really fun tradition. Yes. Okay. I get that. Oh. I'm. I do not go out on, especially that New Year's Eve. That New Year's Eve was foggy. Yeah. I mean, really, really foggy. Like the entire day was nothing but fog. It was not a fun drive home. I, I have no doubt in my mind, and I don't trust people. I don't trust people because for too many years, I that was we considered that amateur night. Mm. You had a bunch of drunks out there who don't know how to handle their liquor, their liquor, and they they go driving. They don't like do the smart thing and grab Ubers. Mm. Meanwhile, Uber is literally like, "We'll give you a twenty dollar credit. Yeah, get use our service. Yeah, don't." Oh don't no, I saw some people co- uh, that were commenting about how Uber was ridiculously expensive. I mean, some 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 folks are trying to get taxis and Ubers and You know what's ridiculously expensive? A DWI. That's ridiculously well, expensive. That's true. Or, you know, uh, you know, crashing. How long did we make it, Michael? I think one year, three years ago, we actually stayed up till midnight. Yes. This year, what was it? Was it nine forty five? This year we we almost made it to ten o'clock. Oh man. I know. You know what? Uh, Ming always made fun of me for you know not being the guy who hung out and um, you know stayed out late. I whenever we went to cons, uh, I was not the the guy. Except there were times when I was the guy. There were times, especially down in New Orleans, we went to a con down in New Orleans. I was Ming left at he he pushed out at he tapped out at uh, two. I stayed out till like five. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm really surprised to hear that. I know. Well, it was so much fun. We were having a blast just going to because everything was open. And um, see, that's the dangerous game is when everything's open and you're having a great time. Oh, yeah. It's like you don't realize what time it is. Right. And we were hanging out with um, people from American Horror Story season one. Get the fuck out of here. Yes. Or season one, season two. What was the, the freak show? Freak show. Wait, no. Freak show season three. Season Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, guys. Season two was the the asylum. Okay, Naomi Grossman. Whatever season Naomi Naomi Grossman was like the um, the pinhead girl. Pinhead girl. Okay. Well, I'll be honest. I fell off of American Horror okay. Story after a certain point. I like, got you. It kinda, a lot of people did. Like it was the same with Walking Dead for me. Like there was just kind of like a a jump the shark kind of moment, well, and it, I was just like, eh, I think I'm done. They finally hit the law of diminishing returns for you. <clears throat> Perfect. Yeah, yeah, there we go. So. so Emmett asked what's new for the stash in 2023. So before my mind goes completely to mush, because I can kind of feel it kind of falling apart as I listen to you guys speak, I'm becoming more mesmerized by reading the comments and listening to you speak than I can think. Um, I just want to throw it out there, right? So we've got this Saturday. We yes. Joshua. Yes. Um, 
Josh Warner. Warner. I said my brain is mush. Josh Warner, who is the co-founder and he's the creative director um, and a bunch of other titles. He's a great guy for Source Point Press, which is um, I, I wouldn't say it's brand new, but it's a newer um, publishing house. Yeah, it's an indie, got, indie comic book. Uh, got some great titles. Um, the Winchester House is acclaimed. Winchester and, Mystery House, yeah. Mm-hmm. And which has uh, been on our um, top five. Top five. Couple, couple, top five. And uh, he'll be uh, it's, it's something about Cleaver County, and I'm I'm blanking yes. on the name, and I didn't write the it curse down. Of Cleaver County. The Curse of Cleaver County. He's done a special limit, very limited edition, Secret Stash exclusive cover, which he will sign for free. Um, at the stash, if you come to visit us at the stash, and he's bringing a bunch of other stuff. Hell of a nice guy. Yeah, comic, of course, folks. You, come on, you buy the comic. You buy the comic. It's a deal for free, right? Exactly. And then you get to ask the guy questions, like, and you can ask him all about how he became a creator, what he loves about it, about publishing, about about comics. Yeah, so it's it's going to be a great time. Um, open till close, eleven o'clock to six this Saturday. It's our first. Um, it's our first um, in store event, free and open to the public. So please come and join us. Um, we've got Secret Stash Press is rolling along. Quick Stops number three um, is, you know, we we got that out the door yesterday. Masquerade number four is going to drop the week of the 14th. So yeah, that's it drops on. drops on the 11th, babe. Oh, oh, it drops on the 11th? Oh, okay. Yes, I, I can't keep track. They've changed the publishing. As a matter of fact, speaking of which, Christian, I'm going to hold this up. Yeah, I'm oh, yes. I think we may. This know. came in today. But I'm going to get Kevin to, well, Kevin's going to be signing a bunch yeah. of so we can get them out. But might this, we know the uh, cover artist a little I bit? I think we might know the cover artist. Mm-hmm. One and only nice. Sarah Bellicose. This is Sarah Bellicose. I actually had her. She signed the very first uh, comic she signed was mine. <gasps> really? So, yeah, we have our own Sarah Bellicose. That signed, is awesome. Uh, I am so happy about that. That is great. On a side note, I'm just acknowledging Ed Weird. Ed, I need you to message me those lyrics. I'm probably going to use them for this Muppet video eventually because they're damn good. Okay. I love that uh, Sarah signed that. I love that that's Sarah's cover. I'm so proud yeah. of her. Like when I finally got to, because I hadn't seen it yet. Like you guys had seen it, but I hadn't seen that one yet. Right. And just to finally like hold it, I was like, pretty cool, yeah, right? That's my friend. That's so dope. Yeah. And it's, we, we did the same thing for Chris McDonald, didn't we? We held up his. Yeah, we held good. Up okay, I'm just making sure because I see Chris going, Chris "Yay!" I'm like, yeah. I'm just making sure that he's not like being. Hey, wait! You didn't leave yeah, me out, did you? Yeah, you left me out. No, we didn't, Chris. We <laughs> no, we talked didn't. all good. I, no, I think no. Chris, and Chrissy, Chris and Chrissy did a great job. They, they sure did. did. I'm Chrissy. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Oh man. Yep. So, do you want to go into this a little bit? Maybe? Uh, let's do top five first. Actually, no. Pull up on here, please. Pull up on here. Or side by side. Oh, you have to look at my list of topics. We have to talk about. Right, can we, can, can we like stuff. do yeah. one after the other? Yeah. Hold on one second, honey. I want to just do this. Can pull this up, please? Because uh, I was just. What do you want me to start with? With the, the Dave's bread? Killer Bread. So I don't know if anybody out there is a fan of Dave's Killer Bread. He makes. This is Dave. And he makes Killer Bread. Um. Dave went into uh, Dave. Dave's family was um, they were bakers. That was the family bakery. And Dave, uh, Dave ran afoul of the law a little bit, shall we say. And um, he ended up in the pokey. He ended up in the pen. So uh, he was um, in their bakery. 
So, um, and I just, I was looking, I was walking by, you know, I had a, a loaf at our house and I'm walking by and I'm like, holy shit. You scared Julia away. I did. I, I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> um, and I looked and I'm like, oh my God, this guy looks like Ron Jeremy. It does. And it's, I, I'm not going to be able to like unnotice that yeah. now. That's so Dave's killer bread and uh, Ron Jeremy. So there you go, guys. Yeah, I know. Th- that's, I, the, that's the information that I needed to know. Now you're stuck with it. Yeah, seriously. So you'll never be able to unsee Dave's killer bread and not see Ron Jeremy in there. And uh, if anyone ever watched an 80s porn, you're going to be like, oh, crap. And what do you just mean 80s ruin- porn? He's the star of Ghostbusters, damn it. Yeah, well, <laughs> for, for me, that Ghostbusters was porn. 1984 porn. It was great. It was Ghostbusters porn. It was don't make pop this fucking weird, man. <laughs> Weirder yeah, than I was gonna say. I hate to you know, you're the one who, who dragged poor Ghostbusters in this. You dragged poor Ghostbusters Mr. in. Mr. Zapsic, can you go please get um, Masquerade issue number three and hold it up and congratulate Chris and Chrissy because I'm tired of seeing them in the thread. No, you didn't. You bet. Yes, I, yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. We did. Go back. We did. All right, hold on. I've got to go. All back. right, fine, Chris. Uh, uh, come on. Ooh, that felt mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounded even better. Clip it. Clip it. Because we're not doing it again. I, I will go back and I will find the episode where we. I know we you did. will. I know you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we shout at everybody we love. And Chris, we talk about you a lot on this goddamn show. So eat shit. Come on. <laughs> he knows I love him. Mm-hmm. Chris has actually been very helpful. I'll give him a shout out because I haven't officially announced this project yet, but he's been very helpful with a a certain thing. All right. This is Chrissy Wiseman of the Green Hair Chrissies and Chris McDonald's cover. And you could tell. And it's fucking awesome. That is pretty damn awesome. So. Chrissy and Chris, congratulations. And we always support our fellow creators, so they are proudly on the wall, because fuck yeah. And that's the Secret Stash variant. This this is available nowhere else. Nowhere else. Go figure. Mm. So, <laughs> so you pulled that back up again. I love it. It. It, was, it was right there, and I was just trying to click All away. Right, cool. But... Uh, what else is there? Jules sent me like a list of some yes. stuff. We so she talk wants to about. talk about. I did. I did. So, oh, this was interesting because I didn't know about this. Congressman Robert Garcia is sworn in. Oh, on yes. a Superman number one comic. Yes. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, this is really cool story. So uh, we saw that last night. That was pretty cool. Uh, Congressman. Had. Um, he had a picture of his parents who passed away from COVID. He had what else was in there, hon? Yeah, this he had his citizen, he, his citizenship, um, citizenship papers, picture of his parents, and a copy of Superman number one, which he got from the National Archives. So it's the real the Library video. of Congress, which oh, it's Congress? entirely possible mm-hmm. that that uh, copy of Superman number one is Steve Jeppy's. Oh, <gasps> really? Yes, that, really, because Steve oh. Jeppy donated. A huge number of comic books to the Library of Congress. Mm-hmm. So that it's always preserved, or at least those comics are. Those comics will always be, you know, up until up until uh, a nuclear war, they will be 
in the now what the hell was that and i was like oh my god is my wife dying you all right jules mm, that's why i said now now yeah. you know why i stay here i try to i try to mute sometimes it takes me by surprise it's like a sneak attack cough copy that oh what a pimp move i agree that is a freaking pimp move that's yeah that's like that's a that's a ballsy move that's that's awesome. has he had any like backlash from it has anybody been bitching no because like that's fucking awesome who knows yeah, that's cool no because it um, you know what you know what would be great if if like all these congressional people try to one-up each other and eventually you have someone who like flies down in the iron man suit and just like takes the oath with the you know with the iron man suit on that'd be so good that would be pretty cool that but. is so badass man but michael what comic book would you put your hand on when you're being sworn in as a that's a good question yeah that's christian i want to know what uh, what book you're putting your hand on too ooh does it, it has to be a comic book um I mean, I guess if we're staying with the theme, yeah, Michael, what, yeah. okay. What about the first comic book that you ever had a letter appear in, Michael? No, I would. Uh, that's lovely, but no. Hmm. What I would put my hand on is uh, Avengers one fifty one. Nice. Yeah, that's the one that cemented me as a comic book fan. That's the one that that hooked me. Okay. <laughs> Screw you, Chris. Masquerades three stash variant cover. <laughs> That's a good answer, but mine is probably, and it's not catering. I promise. Uh, it's Kevin's Green Hornet comic number one because that was the first ever comic I bought here, and it was the first comic I had ever bought in a very long time. Okay, and I loved reading that book. I, I, so I okay, very shut very up. Cool. I. Um, Come on, man! Uh, leave me alone. I, I, I genuinely love that book, so leave right. me leave me be. All right, good enough. No fun. I'm very much fun. <laughs> so, all right. Um, what else we got? What else you got? Whatever I want to talk about, I don't really want to talk about much. Oh, <laughs> I, think, I think that Michael wanted to show a few um, choice bits from his new favorite Twitter um, Twitter crush. Oh, oh, Super oh, 70 Sports? Super 70 Sports. Yeah, if you want to go to Super 70 Sports. That's what I'm doing. I mean, I do. I love these guys. They're, I've, and this is like so up my alley because it is just. Um, and I even retweeted one of their things for today. Was it today <laughs> or yesterday? It was um, Ted Knight. Ted Knight is tits because Ted Knight is tits. So what is this page essentially? This is, it is the- it's got 70 sports. But it's also got seventies, um, seventies and eighties pop culture on there, and Damn the, that he is likes Elvis. he likes to talk about the sweet bastards, and that's that's what he got like, right here, and they've hey. got some really kick ass like Boar's Nest t shirts. I love that. Uh, I mean, tell me that that stuff isn't like just badass. <laughs> when your sweater game is so strong, the ladies are afraid to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, that's fucking. I mean, great. these are all great. I can't fix baseball with one decision, but if I was commissioner, I would mandate bullpen carts. Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. I like this page. This it's is a cool. great. And oh, yeah. he, he does like the old. Um, a lot of old ads and a lot of oh my god, um, 
singing. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm taking. It took everything in me to not like hum it a little bit. The <laughs> song. Oh, I've got it going in my head. Oh, you have to go down and look at the Johnny Cash one. I like that one. The one time, wait, what was it? The one time when Johnny Cash was like, not only is my career not over yet, I'm about to elevate the badassery to unprecedented levels. Oh, Johnny Cash <laughs> yeah. was the man. Oh, my God. You know, there's a very underrated track that he was a part of that's basically uh, Devil Went Down to Georgia Part 2. He's like the narrator of it, and it's awesome. So Are you going to share that with me? Yeah, I'm going to. Sh- I'll show you that after the show. That's a great. Tra- that's a great song. Yeah, this is so cool. It's it. This is dope. It's it's a great. If you kind of addictive, yeah. This will be our like media mention of the week. You realize? <laughs> you realize someone's eventually going to do this about like the '90s and like of the, course they the are 2000s. This and that's but it's make not going to so be as sad. it's not going to be as epic as this. No. Well, although they did that. <laughs> <laughs> I love this page. Guys, go follow it. Tell I actually got the um, Remember Kids, Electricity Will Kill You. I actually got that from Mitch for Christmas because he's an electrician oh. now. Yeah, he loved it. Oh, my God. Wait, that's like an actual vintage ad. Like yeah, yeah it is. It is. So this yeah. guy's making T-shirts off of shit that other people made. He's brilliant. I love him. He's awesome. I, yeah, this is worthy of a follow. Oh, I, I don't. You should have been. I'm surprised you didn't go like five I didn't tweets know about ago. This page. No, five tweets ago, for God's sakes. This is so good. I oh. actually really do want to. Uh, you will wonder. This is yeah, like. I can keep going. This That's is the Muppet <laughs> Hole like, all over again. <laughs> oh, my God. What I else she that. got for us? What else we got, Jules? Uh, the top five. Let's do top five. <laughs> Just so casually. Like, top five because we're going to do uh, this. I want you to. You're going to reread. We're going to go up to the um, the middle of this. Sweet. So, so it's time for top five. Time for top five. Top five. Top five. Top five. Yeah. Top five. Top five. Top five. Yeah. Top five. Five here brought to you by, well, me. We don't, we don't have a sponsor for yeah, top no, five. No, no. I'm like, top five. sponsored by no one in particular. Actually, but, uh, you, could mention, you could mention Bodner's Auction. Yes, I can. Our friend I'm, Joe I'm brought to you by Bodner's Auction. Bodner's Auction, where you should go and actually, you were, shit. Actually, Michael, take a small break, and we'll do a little commercial for Joe Bodner because – Yeah, let's. Didn't you have someone come in today with a treasure trove of really Oh, dear Lord, yes. So, yes. Um, Listen, I, I love to buy stuff for the stash. I absolutely adore when no. people come in here. I do. And wow. I, lo- I love spending Kevin's money. It's just so much fun. I would imagine. Yes. But there are times when uh, people bring in a box that I just can't. Um, Kevin can afford, but I can't. Um, and that today was one of those days. Today, trove. Fantastic Four number one. You're going to make Scott Hoverman cry. He just tuned in. Hello, Scott Hoverman. Uh, Is um, that Avengers? No, Avengers number one. Yes, what baby? Amazing Spider-Man number one. Amazing. uh, No, the Avengers number four. First Captain America in the Silver Age. Fantastic Four number four. First Submariner Namor. Namor the Submariner. I'm I'm old school. Namor, the Submariner. Just um just keep going. And uh, so many 
beautiful books. He had gorgeous books. First Scrolls, first Doctor Doom, first I mean that was number five. Oh my was, god. Um he did not have bummer of bummers at <clears throat> Avengers one, three, and four. Oh god. Ah! I know. I would have loved <laughs> I would have loved it if he had number eight and the very first Kang. Oh, that that would have been a that that would have been great. But Mike, why do you um? They were raw. That's why did you recommend? Why did you recommend that the gentleman um give Joe Bodner at Bodner's Auctions a call? Because they're like I said, they're, they're going to be times fantastic for number one. These are amazing books. Um, and they they were in for sixty some odd year old books. They were in okay shape. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also recommended he get in touch with, uh, Darren Tucci up at pressing matters, our mm -hmm. friend, Darren, um, he will clean and press books Okay, and mm -hmm. bring the grading up because when, uh, CGC or CBCS, uh, do their grading, they will, if you restore a comic book, if you actually, um, the like, right way. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you do it the wrong, well, if you. Restore a comic book, mm -hmm. like add color, uh, try to bleach pages, um, mend rips. You, it, it goes under another category, which is a no-no, and mm -hmm. it it comes as like the restored grade, and it drops it down in value. Mm -hmm. uh, however, if you clean and press, that is perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. That is, those are uh, things that CGC offers themselves they will clean and rest your stuff but i personally would uh, with all my stuff i send it to my my friends up at pressing matters in buffalo look them up on the uh the interwebs at pressing matters and it's darren and amy tucci yeah uh friends of friends of the store friends of this podcast friends they've of, tuned in before Good and they have yes they have, they have. but joe bodner is um the head of bodner's auction right, it's a family run auction house uh, yeah i yeah you can i'm you don't have to yell at me i'm i'm getting there <laughs> i'm just taking us on a little circuitous route <laughs> hey we fell down a muppet hole you can give me three minutes to, to tell hole. me my story yeah exactly <laughs> so um yeah and when i can't um reasonably offer something there. yeah that's you know this is it's it's a this is a lot of money that i would imagine so yes so um what i do is i will uh, refer these people to bodner's auctions and have them get in touch with uh joe bodner uh they're in, here in edison new jersey and they're they they're full service they go soup to nuts they do um, the cataloging for you. They grade it, and then they, which is why I, I always recommend to send them out to be. To actually be professionally yeah. worked on instead of just like. Yeah, and you know Joe and his team, they're really good, but they don't have the time to, to come in and clean in your comics, clean and press. Mm. So send them out, send them back, unless you want to get them graded. Uh, personally, I prefer raw books, but that's just me. And Edward um, wants to know if you had to ballpark a figure, how much for, was that box for, for that box for that box? I would go. No lie. 30,000. 30 to 35. <gasps> yeah. 
Just in the grades that they're in. If they got I them, can make my own clerks with that. Yeah, you could. You can make your own clerks, but that and that's not something that's not the amount of money that I can like throw out there. Yeah, no. So uh and it's better for everyone involved. Joe, his um his rates are very reasonable. You know, if you take it to a heritage house, they usually take forty to fifty percent mm-hmm. of you know, they, 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 they take a commission. They, yeah, they take the commission on you know what the final value fee is going to be. Joe takes thirty five percent. The reason why he's so um, good is because he's got a bunch of heavy hitters on his watch list. People who come to his auctions are um, people in the industry. People who buy. People who legit watch. Like yes, the people, people who, who actually uh, are out there going, you know what? Rather than get blue chip stocks, I'm going to get me some blue chip comics. comics. Yeah. It's That's like you cool. you see all the time. It's like, hey, you know, diversify your portfolio with gold or silver. You know, the same thing. You can do that with comic books. Okay. So that Ed, for me is. Ed is, Weird said it best. 30K would make a lot of Muppets. Actually, Ed Weird, I'm about to break your heart. It would probably make about 15 of them. Muppets are expensive to build. Ah, gotcha. But I agree with you. I would may I would have so much fun with that. And then we got some sort of sale going on in the comments. Cool. Gotcha. I love that that's happening. Why not? Oh, but, did Scott sell stuff on the? Uh, I think he just did. Oh, what do he do? I I, I think I really uh, want to see this. Oh, because I'll sell stuff. Signed <laughs> book. We have them for sale. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Go, Scott. Sell those books. I love that. That's, uh, I you love kidding, that Scott? That Go to town, happened. buddy. Well, Scott's well. Scott's gonna make a big barbecue spread for us, so he has to he he has to get some dough because we're gonna eat him at a house and home when we go visit. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, oh, weren't we gonna do a top five thing? Yeah, we're gonna do top five. But my yeah. wife, uh, so lovely, right. lovely, threw me down that um, the Bodner hole. <laughs> we got a Bodner hole. There you go. <laughs> right, there we go. Right, there we go. Number one, Joe Fix It. Joe Fix It is, um, this is by Peter David and Yildere Sinar. What's it about? Uh, this is about the Hulk. What? The Hulk was Joe Fix It um, for part of Peter David's run uh, back in the 90s, 80s and 90s. <clears throat> Joe Fix It was, he worked for uh, Michael uh, Benetti. I believe that was his name. Hold on. Uh, where is his name? When, um, I just want to make sure. Uh, Michael Berengetti, which okay. is a cool name. I was close. Uh, Michael Berengetti, who owned a um, a casino. So Joe Fixit was his leg breaker. Oh, he was the fixer. Yeah. Joe Fixit oh. was the Gray Hulk after the, um, the Hulk got... Um, he became uh, more canny. He wasn't like the smart Hulk. He wasn't Doctor or Professor this, Hulk. Because this isn't. Uh, that's not Banner. This is another. No, this is Banner. This is Banner. This is Bruce Banner, and he uh, Bruce Banner after um, the Todd McFarlane run. He moved to Vegas. Um, the Hulk was presumed dead, so Joe Fixit goes creates his own a new identity as like a gangland enforcer and it's the adventures of Joe Fixit. 
So it's actually pretty bad. Disney Plus. Uh, that's how I want my next Hulk show. There you are. That's amazing. Joe Fix It is pretty badass. That's such a dope yeah. premise for a book. I love that. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's the next one? Next up is Dead Boy Detectives. Now, Dead de- Boy the Detectives. Dead Boy Detectives are from the pages of Sandman. Um, Sandman when... Um, I'm just going to give you the premise of uh, how these guys came to be. <clears throat> there was a prep school and hell. Sure. One more time and then take a look. Um, when Lucifer closed the gates of hell, uh, the dead came back. And oh. the dead from hell came back and they started haunting uh, people. And this kid was sacrificed to um, demons to summon them. And he died on and he was never buried and oh, yada, yada, yada. And so he and his friend who witnessed the, you know, one kid died in like 1915 mm-hmm. and one kid died in like modern times. I don't know what the. Each at different dates. Yeah. But but they became friends and they decided to go. They they found out that they, did, they were murdered. Yeah. Wow. And they found out that they didn't have to um, to just haunt the place where they died. So they're like, screw this noise. Let, you know, let's go out. And yeah, let's go out and do stuff. So they became the dead boy detectives. Whoa. And this is the volley for serve. That's an image. I didn't and know. then we see Thessaly, the witch. Wow. So that's pretty cool. I like this. This is a cool book. It's very cool. And that's number one number of one. a uh, uno of an ongoing series or that like a mini seems thing? to be ongoing. doesn't say one of anything, but we'll see what happens. Okay. All right, there we go. Batman 181. Uh, Chip Zdarsky's um, run has been really, really cool. We've got some people. We've got some new characters in here. Um, Like new, new characters or new new to this line? There's no new in the DC universe. Okay. A character called Failsafe. And you can read all about it here. In Batman 181. Yes. Awesome. And Matt Kint, who um, Ming and I actually got to, um, we talked to him at a con and we did a um, an episode of I Sell Comics with, with him. him. Yeah. And uh, he was he was fantastic, but he does uh, Spy Superb. What a name. And I, like I am that. not going to spoil anything on this. Pick it up because it's pretty damn badass. And uh, speaking of badass. My Marvel for the week is Scarlet Witch number one. Now, Scarlet Witch and the Vision, they've had many, many um, of their own little series. Yeah, side one, stories two, and stuff. One or two, three, I believe. And the Vision had one, two, three of his own miniseries. But mm-hmm. uh, this is one of, the, um, one of the rare occasions where Scarlet Witch is on her own. I think she did one back when she was in Force Works. After the West Coast Avengers uh, was canceled, but um, the really cool thing about this, and one of the the reasons why I love this book, is it brings our our, our friend from um, Westview, Darcy. Oh no way! Yeah. Okay. So Darcy's, boom. Right so this there. is a kind of MCU adjacent or inspired. Inspired, a little inspired. A little inspired. Yeah. I could dig that. Yeah, I like that, and it's really cool because it also guest stars her her big brother. 
this is just a ham-fisted way of leading into this, but I love how they wrote Scarlet Witch in this book. Oh, she's fantastic in this. I speaking of which, so for those who remember and recall, Mike gave me some homework on the the 30th episode. Yes. And I was able to read through half of it. I'm a busy guy, guys. Leave me alone. You're busy, and you will read the rest. And oh, I'm reading the rest tonight. I don't care. Okay, so I, I love this book. This is one of the coolest comic books I've ever yes, had the pleasure. Uh, Avengers: The Serpent Crown. So this goes from um, Avengers 141 to uh, what is this? 149. Yeah, 141 to 144. It's got um, the Kang and Amortis saga in here. And then so much um, fun. 147 to 149, because back in the day, folks, back when dinosaurs. Soon, Chris McDonald. What is Chris McDonald doing now? Oh, my God, Chris. That's way too soon, bro. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, yeah, that's horrible. Oh, you're a horrible human being. Jeez, bro. Never go full down nuts. Yeah. Yeah, you you went full down nuts. And he went full down nuts. So anyway, uh, this brings um, some really cool elements to the surface. I think you you had uh, posited something to me before we um, went on the air. You're like, this should have been one of oh, so the storylines. So I'm a big fan of uh, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. I love thought that it too. Was, I thought that was one of the best animated Avengers shows ever done. The show that came after it, it was to me like, no, it's it was lightweight. It was lightweight. Earth's Mightiest Heroes is on par with like Justice League Unlimited in yes, my eyes. Very it's much. Brave so. and the Bold. Brave and the Bold. Yeah, yes. It's on par with Brave and the Bold. Absolutely. On par with Except- Brave and the Bold. It's Man of Action. Yes. That's who created that show. And but didn't they do uh, the one that came after that as well? No, I don't think so. I think that was uh, just something else. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'll find out. Now I'm curious. Yeah, that's. But, uh, but that was Avengers Assemble. Yeah, Avengers Assemble. It was not my favorite because it also had. And I, I like Adrian Pazdar as. Um, he was the voice of Captain America. It was Man of Action. Okay. Yeah, but it wasn't as good. Yeah, no. It didn't. Earth's Mightiest Heroes, it had. It had this oomph to it. Yeah. Like, also, it had a kick ass theme song. Like, yeah, that's true. Oh, man. I thought that, like, that was one of those shows where it was like, where was that? I was in early high school, late middle school. <clears throat> and I do recall coming home and being like, all right, time to watch X Men, time to watch uh, Avengers. And it was a great show. But then you watch the follow up and it's like, what is Meh. this? It's like, this is weird. Yeah. It's blank. more MCU inspired, whereas this show was really its own thing that tried to stick to the books a little bit more. It, But it also had some it had the MCU vibe. Yes. But like a sprinkle of it. Yeah. And here's the thing. There's it's no disrespect to the MCU. It's cool when they do their own thing. But like. When your show is like a direct descendant of that chaos, yeah, it can it can it leaves a little bit of magic behind. Mm. And there was something about Earth's Mightiest Heroes that had like a very specific kind of magic to it, and I loved that show mainly because I, I know what you're talking about because it wasn't grounded in real life because it was a cartoon and it knew it was a cartoon. Yes, there you go. That's what the Justice League had about it too, because you you had Superman. You had a guy who could fly who was bulletproof, 
And you're thinking to yourself, what can take these guys down? You know, what can take, what can blow Superman out of the sky? And if you're thinking it's Lex Luthor, you're wrong. Until <laughs> Lex Luthor gets, you know, pumped up with um, kryptonite, which he did. And it kills Spoilers. Him. Yeah, and, and exactly. But it, it took him, one, two, three. I mean, there was. It took him a, seasons. There was, yeah, there was a thread there. Yeah. It was the, a through line. How about that? It was. It didn't underestimate the intelligence of its audience. It right. was like kids can understand that this is something that's been going on for a long time. Right. Like yeah. I would put a Justice League, Earth Mighty, Earth Mightiest Heroes, in kind of the same vein as like this is an older show, but like Gargoyles, because yeah. Gargoyles was like hella mature for what it was, but it was still something that was like kids can understand what's going on here, but it's right. still we're still going to give it our all. In terms of storytelling. Exactly. Or like the X-Men in the 90s and yes. the Spider-Man show. There's a, those two. Which, they, by the way, when is that coming back? I thought it was supposed to be released already, no? Uh, no, honey, unfortunately, animation, animation takes, takes forever. forever. Probably yeah. 2024. Yeah. 2025, the latest. Yeah, but they've got to do it. Yeah, but they're, but they're working on it. Yeah. I do know that they're working on it actively. But that being said... The reason why I brought that show up is because I think that there's a storyline in this book that should have been adapted into that cartoon. Oh hell yeah! But and it's the idea of Hawkeye going missing in the uh, in the American West. Yes, and he was time lost. Time lost with Kang. Yes, because Kang is a dick. And oh my God. if there's one thing you need to know going forward from here and going forward into the MCU is that Kang is a dick. No matter how noble he may think he is, no matter how... He's a prick. Yeah, he's, he's a douche. And, he's a supercilious uh, douchebag. Yes. He's, he's super silly. Well, his name moment. is Kang the Conqueror. And, you know, it's like your name is Dr. Doom. Now, two problems with that. <laughs> number one, Doom. You're right, Chris. Go screw yourself. And number two, you ain't a doctor. Nobody gave you a doctorate, so you're Doctor Dickweed, is what you really are. <laughs> so, I, yeah, okay, that's very true. I just, uh, I was having so much fun reading this book. Oh my though. god, yes! Like there was okay, and I mean this with love. It has <clears throat> there's moments in it where it has some mighty strong Batman sixty six energy. Where, like, there's oh, hell yeah. where there's moments of cheese but it works and it's so much fun of course like listen there's a there's a point where the avengers get their ass handed to them by the the squadron supreme yep squadron supreme yeah. squadron supreme and they just put them in a cage that no one can get out of in the avengers for some reason just a regular looking cage but like it's got some sort of uh tech or magic involved with it vision couldn't phase out of it until uh they smartly put uh, uh captain america's shield in front of it and then he was able to phase out but i was like that was what you were holding them with i was like you could have done better no 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 <laughs> that's still pretty cool yeah i got you but yeah it, it was by the way in case mark lamb is is watching and listening supercilious behaving or looking as though one thinks one is superior to others Julia's word of the day. Yeah. That's a great word, honey. Supercilious. Yes. Um, so you're going to finish reading this. And I, then I love this. This book. is um, The Serpent Crown, 
the Serpent Crown Affair. This, well, Serpent Crown Affair was from uh, Marvel 2-in-1. And we're going to have some stuff. Mike's Comics College is going to give you the advanced course on this one. Because <laughs> um, when you're done with this, next week, we're going to talk about the second half. Mm-hmm. And then you are going to get the next book in this. So for right now, this was Steve Englehart. Steve Englehart and George Perez. Your boy. My, my boy George. He's he was amazing. This is very early, George. It's a it's a it's a beautiful book. It's gorgeous. Like it's it's very well done when it comes to the artwork. And then Can you buy that in the stash? Do we have any of the stash to sell? I'm sorry, no, we do not. But I do have um a tease, isn't it? Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm teasing this. But when next week, when um, Christian gets his um, next lesson, that we'll have available at this stage. Ooh, next week, can we do something? I know you wanted – I don't know if we're going to do it tonight, Michael. I know you said that you were thinking of doing one of the loot crates. I oh, think, you right? know what? We're, we're going to do it that next week. week. Maybe, maybe we can marry it. Comics College, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, what's this loot crate thing? We're, we're gonna, gonna, we're gonna oh, do we're a gonna, giveaway. Oh. Yeah, doing our giveaway. There we go. We're gonna that give away. We're gonna do that random name generator, whatever. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, oh we'll yeah, do. we could do that. It was ever, um, you know. By the way, I'm seeing a lot of people showing a lot of love for the new time. So, guys, Christian just walked in and he was like, "Fuck this shit! I'm not getting up early in the morning anymore for you, dopes." Yeah, he said that. He said, and then you know, people like, "Okay, word for word, I can confirm here." Yeah, no, super silly. We've been talking about it for a while, just like testing a new time to see how folks like it. So, I guess we, I saw at least three people are are giving the thumbs up. We were there with we were there with your morning coffee. Now we're here with dinner. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm okay or with after that. after dinner coffee, yeah. that's right. Or your brandy. How about that? Listen, brandy here's, and cigars. Here's the honest truth. I adore doing this show with you guys. I love being here every Wednesday. And like when on the occasion that I would miss a show, and I I, I would feel terrible about that because I genuinely enjoy doing this. So to circumvent that and make that not happen again, doing evening shows is the best Fantastic. Course for that. And let's forward. give Dustin some love. We, we love you, love. Dustin. Oh, thank you, Dustin. <clears throat> so, um, but next week, this is um, my my point is Steve Englehart. Steve Englehart does up to 150, and then the writing chores are taken over by Jim Shooter. And Jim Shooter was the um, editor in chief of Marvel back in the 70s and 80s. Okay. Back at a time when um, Marvel was a cohesive unit, everything interlocked. Everything was related one yes. way, shape or form. Yes. Even if not directly stated. Right. Cause you had the fantastic, you knew that the fantastic four were in the Avengers universe. You mm-hmm. knew that the X-Men were in the fantastic four universe. You knew that the inhumans were in the X-Men universe. You, you knew everything you knew was, everything was linked. That's yeah. it. No questions asked. No. And it, it showed in everything that they did. And if it was an alternate universe, they would let you know. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, this, it, but it was all, it was very cohesive. And Steve Englehart uh, introduces one of my favorite characters ever in 150 or reintroduces. I'm, the I, book I, after I, this one. The book after this one. Uh, in 151, the one that I would take my uh, oath of office with. On? Yes. Okay. My oath of, when I, Take my oath of office. It will be on an Avengers 151, which reintroduces Mike Zapsick, mayor of Red Bank, everybody. Simon Williams, Wonder Man. And oh, Steve okay. Steve Englehart had a very specific 
place he was going to take uh, Simon to. And he never told anybody where it was. So we got what Jim Shooter gave us. Okay. As opposed to what uh, Steve Englehart had planned to do. So it's pretty cool. And uh, when you start reading the next book, I'm going to point some stuff out to you that you're going to be like, holy crap, that's amazing. To point out a couple other things in the parts that I did read, though, yes, sir. I loved uh, the introduction because I'd never heard of this character until this book, Moon Dragon. Moon Dragon's awesome. Moon Dragon kicks ass. She's um, she's a telepath. She trained on Titan. She's hot. She was <laughs> she's she's a bald chick. Uh, so? You're just saying she's hot because uh, you can see her boobies. No, uh, mind your business. Anyway. But no, uh, I but, think she's dope. I like and, the. I've never heard of her until this book. Okay, and I'm going to give you a little bit of background, uh, which I did before. She started off in the um, was it Iron Man comics? It was Iron Man as Madame McEvil. So she was bad before. She was well, not bad. Well, I mean, just with drawn a name, that way with a name like Madame McEvil. Would you consider her bad? Um, yeah, she was bad, and she. She is uh, supercilious. She is very supercilious. But she is also the daughter of Drax the Destroyer. Just See, that was the bit of tidbit information that kind of blew my mind. That's the book I would love to read. Yeah. Now, one of the other characters that I'm assuming has a larger role moving forward is uh, Patsy. Patsy Walker, who I think I told you before this. Patsy had her own. She had her own comic book. Hellcat. It was um, no. This, is this Hellcat? This is, she becomes Hellcat in this, but before this, she was. It was an Archie comic, Archie esque comic. I was about to say. Wait. So <laughs> Millie the Millie the model and Patsy Walker were. Um, they were in Marvel's like teen line because they had romance comics and all sorts of really weird offshoots and off stuff. well yeah like they they did uh western comics okay which you got a taste of in which this. i really enjoyed yes and patsy walker crossed over from she was actually invited to uh reed and sue's wedding she was on the guest list ah nice another character that i had never heard of before this book immortus immortus uh he is a, an offshoot of Kang. Which, uh, in spoilers for a 1973 comic book, I you witnessed the destruction of Kang, or at least I got to that part. I got a little bit after that. You would think. You would think? I, dude looked like he got time melted. You would think, but you would be wrong. Oh, God. Kang returns somehow. Kang returns. Oh, the next time we see Kang is, oh, my God, it's horrible. Very horrible. I do also love uh, Thor in the West when he's, he's pretty badass. When, right? when he's hanging out with Hawkeye, <laughs> Hawkeye who's completely normalized himself to being in the West he, by he, this point. He's naked, <laughs> but like Thor he's wearing a shirt. Thor trying to fit in to oh this God, time yeah. period is hilarious because he's got long hair. Yeah, and everyone's just kind of staring at him like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, seriously, holy shit, who's this dude? Meanwhile, no one bats an eye for Moon Dragon because she's got that bonnet type thing yeah she she looks like nelly olsen <laughs> but i love this book man oh yes dear until- she's holding her hand up yeah no i'm just letting you know guys i this whole thing is kind of going to hell so 
Good night, everybody. Thanks for Adios, tuning in. Well, we're going to be closing it up in a couple minutes anyway. Feel better, all right? We'll see you next week. Uh, we love Jules, but we hate when she's feeling sick. Yeah, we do. Especially me. So, Oh, this had me rolling. It's the... It's one of the bandits encountering Knight Rider. Yeah. <laughs> Getting so scared, runs out of a cave, just pulled it off of his horse yeah. by a fucking branch uh, without paying attention. I love this. I had it's just fun because when I was reading it, I was like getting into it. Like I was like, this moves. Like that's one of the things I love about comic books is that even with just still fucking images, you feel a wonderful rhythm and motion to these. There's stories. a pacing. There's a great pacing. Yeah. And the way that it picks up in this book is cinematic. Yeah. It's, it's that's why I was saying it should be adapted because it actually is. It is like a roller coaster. Yeah. And it's done very well. And I'm looking forward to reading the rest of it. I'm looking forward to just, having you read the rest of it. So it's so much fun. And then that teases his, the, his goodbye. Oh my God. There you go. It's Ramatut. And yeah. So so good, but I can't wait to come back next week with more knowledge. Oh hell it. yeah, it's gonna be good, <laughs> Mike. I think this was a good show. This was a nice one, man. It was nice to be back here. It was, and it's nice to 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 be. You know, we're we're not like in the morning and not like just waking up. Yeah, this is like we're winding down. And we're having some fun. Yeah, I'm having a good time reading the comments. Thank you guys for letting us know that you really do like the new time. This is probably going to be it moving forward. And if anything yeah. changes, we'll let you know on Twitter. Uh, I'm probably going to help launch some things to help support the show. Probably going to make a, its own Facebook page and a couple other things. Oh, cool. And uh, you know what we'll do? We'll do some. Um, we'll, we'll maybe pony up some dough and uh, do some swag. That's the plan. Yeah, it's the we plan. Got some, we got some things in the works you guys are going to like. Never go full Don Knotts. Never go Never full Don Knotts. Oh, my Nuts. God. Never go full Don Knotts. <laughs> I'll leave them with that. I think that's wise enough. You never go full Don Knotts. Never go full Don Knotts, folks. Guys, have a great night. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Live from the Secret Stash. I am Christian Cordes, joined always by Michael Zapsik, and I love you, too. So we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com.